Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. So what was my topic? Just kidding. <laughs> what? what am I training on today? I did. Now we got this. That'll be so fun. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce our trainer today, Amy Twiggs. Amy is with Flippin' Awesome Coaching. So she is the owner of her coaching business. Amy has been a member of She Sparks Business for a long time. So I'm going to introduce her. Um, today, she's going to be teaching everybody how to become a self-coaching ninja. Isn't that so awesome? So it's a flippin' awesome mindset tool that will help anyone solve any problem and create and manifest anything that they want. But you have to actually want it, right? So um, Amy's one of Amy's favorite thing to teach is... Um, what an emotion is and how to process it. A couple other things that Amy is an expert in teaching on is how to take your power back, what motivates you, how to deal with difficult people. That is something that I would love a training on, Amy. No. <laughs> um, how to be a powerful decision maker. Amy is also a wife and a mother of 14 teen teenagers. Um, she is a number one best-selling author. She's a former elite athlete in um, of a national gymnastics team. She has oh a bachelor's degree in psychology, and she's been professionally trained at the Life Coach School. So Amy, you are obviously extremely um, accredited and you are so knowledgeable. We're so excited. Yes. And you've been a member for a while now. And so thank you for your time. And just a reminder for those who are on Zoom, please say hi in the chat box. And if you're just jumping on live, say hello to us. Let us know that you're here and that you're listening. We're going to be answering some questions. If you have any questions, just put them in the boxes and we're going to make sure that we pay attention to both. So Amy, I'm so excited to hear, hear your training. Oh yeah. And we can do any of those, but I like this tool a lot. So I'm going to teach you guys this tool because we're going to try to apply it to everything that's going on for you right now. Um, here's the thing, all those things that Emily just said. Thank you, Emily. And I love all that. But the thing that matters the most is whatever we're doing is that we feel good about it. Cause you can do a ton of things and you can create a ton of content, a ton of business, but if you feel terrible, then what's the point, right? Why are you doing it? So that's why I like to talk mostly about emotions. So you guys, if you don't have a paper and pen, get one. You need a paper and pen because I want you to apply, just like Sharon said. And first of all, I want to say thank you to She Sparks. She Sparks, you guys, I, yeah, literally, I look at Sharon and, and her team. Emily, appreciate you. And you guys, they do so much for helping people connect with other people and they help us figure out who we can help and how we can help and they do it individually it's not she builds up a team but what i love is that she's focused on the individual they are focused on the individual success and making sure that you find people who can help you individually which i just love so thank you she sparks for letting me do this um i do have a passion to get these tools out to people and you guys have provided such a great platform for women businesses entrepreneurs in general so thanks Okay, and I can't say enough good about you guys as individuals yourselves. You're amazing. Okay, so the tool we're going to teach today, it's called the self-coaching model. And what it does is it fits everything in your universe into kind of a math problem. And for me, I, I never like to write. I, Emily said I'm a best-selling author, and it's always funny whenever I allow people to say that. I'm like, well, so you get to decide what you think about writing. So hopefully you're okay with whatever I have written, you know, how I write. But when it comes to math, I feel a lot more confident. This to me is a math problem. One plus one equals two. And it helps me understand why I'm creating the life I'm creating and to take responsibility for it. So when we talk about limitless confidence in uncertain times, you can figure out why you're uncertain, why you feel hesitant, why you feel nervous, why you feel um, like, I don't know what to do today. Whatever your actions are, you'll know why based on this math problem. I like thinking about math. What's fun is we have one plus one equals two, but then when you start applying this and it's behind me, I wrote it really quick. You, I'll explain it. When you start applying it, it becomes like one plus one equals whatever you want, infinity. Okay. And that's what I love about this is I'm going to give you the found, like the, the bones of it, the skeleton of this template. 
But when you really dive in and you start learning about the neuroscience, the cognitive science, the behavioral science, the whatever's going on, biology, evolution, all those things with it, it just becomes rabbit holes everywhere that are just so fun. All right, everybody ready? Those of you who are on here, I see some people. I want you to be able to um, make sure you have a paper, make sure you write some things down. The first thing we're gonna do, which we've done before, nice, thanks, Emily. The first thing that which we've done before in Sparks is do something called a brain dump or a thought download or a free write. I want you to do that first for about 30 seconds. And I literally, you don't need more than 30 seconds to do this, okay? A free write is not thinking about your thoughts. It's writing without stopping for 30 seconds because we want to see what's going on in a different brain. So I want you to focus on anything right now that's causing you to feel a less, less energy, any weight, any burden, anything that feels hard, write about it for 30 seconds, okay? So go ahead, you guys. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to write so we have something to think about while I teach the tool. All right, go ahead. 30 seconds. I'm going to pause. A couple of examples of like what we're, what do you, yeah, for those who might be blocked on, okay, what do I write? Yeah. So some of the things that I am hearing right now are businesses where they're saying, hey, everything's going south. I don't even think I can keep my business open because I've never done anything online and everything's online. And things where they're thinking, well, business might be one of it. Maybe it's relationships where they feel like they're not connecting. I had one tell me a couple of days ago how she feels like because she's so focused on creating an online business now that she has to keep up with what everybody else is doing, that she's falling behind, that she should have been doing this a long time ago. And now she's disconnected to all of her kids who are at home feeling like they want her, but she's, she can't be with them. So she's feeling a burden of her motherhood and she's feeling a burden of her business that she thinks is behind, which, you know, what? I'll, I'll show you these kind of thoughts are not going to give you what, what you want, but but all of these ideas that her business is going to fail because she's not doing it fast enough and she's not able to provide the value fast enough and people aren't going to want to be part of what she has to offer anymore because she doesn't already have these systems in place, systems that she never knew she was going to have to have in place. Those are the kind of things that does that help. Yeah, good. Okay, so those are some of the things I've heard this week from businesses. And I can give you more things like your relationship with your husband, your relationship with yourself. Are you still taking care of yourself in the middle of all of this? Or are you just focused on your business? Are you just focused on cleaning out the closets, right? Are you doing self-care, which is always really important, trying to find a balance with all of it. Okay, 30 seconds up. All right, doesn't take very long to get a few things that are causing you to feel like your energy is down. All right, some people think they should be doing a lot. Maybe you shouldn't. Who knows? All right. So now I'm going to teach you the tool with one. I want you, first of all, to look at that list and circle. If you have more than one burden, one more, one more than one topic, I want you to circle just one. We always want to focus on one. That's going to give you a lot more traction. Okay. On whatever it is, there's so many areas we can go into. Focus on one area when we're talking about this tool. All right. So the first thing on the list behind me, if you're looking at the theme list behind me is a C. See, and I want you to write this acronym down behind you, or not behind you. If you want to write it behind you, you can on your paper. Um, CTFAR, it's just called the self coaching model. It was created by Brooke Castillo. She's my master coach from the Life Coach School. But the circumstance, I want the C is a circumstance. I want to um, help you understand what the C is in your life. Circumstances, I'm going to define them for you just for a minute. Circumstances are totally neutral, circumstances are um, facts. There are situations, everybody in the world would agree with you with whatever you're saying is a, cir a circumstance. Um, so they're not positive, they're not negative, they're uh, no emotion. They can never harm you emotionally ever. Circumstances can never touch your emotions. And um, circumstances, so they, they don't, they, uh, what, what else, what's another way of saying that? They're just objective, okay, they're neutral. I like to just put facts next to the C line. I call that the C line. I put facts, circumstances. Now look at that 30 second thought download that we just did. Everybody would agree with you on. It's kind of an interesting one because we have 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. What are the things that we think are facts that may not be facts? If you're in a courtroom, would the judge and the jury agree with you? If they don't, then it's not a circumstance. So usually there are very few circumstances and then tons of thoughts. The next line is thoughts. I want you, the biggest thing I'm gonna teach you guys today is we wanna separate, I put a line under the C 
because we want to separate the circumstances from the thoughts about our circumstance. So thoughts are just drama. Thoughts are the stories. Thoughts are the sentences on our brain that we think about our circumstances. Okay. If you have any questions, you guys, stop me, pause me. I'm going to give you a quick scenario so you can see the difference between these two. Most people think, well, I just dropped that one. Most people think that the circumstance causes the F line, which is your feelings. Do you see that? And if you can't see this, I'm not going to worry about, I was going to do a slide presentation, but I like to see people. Most people, you can see it. Thanks, Emily. Most people think that your circumstances cause how you feel. So let's give some examples. Write down two things that cause you to feel confident on your paper. What makes you feel confident? Because we're talking about limitless confidence here, right? So what makes you feel confident? Write two or three things. Um, Sharon, Emily, tell me a couple of things that you wrote that make you feel confident. What makes me feel uh, confident is just understanding that I have so many opportunities if I'm willing to just open my mind to it. And then also what makes me feel confident is my ability to learn anything I want at my fingertips. Okay. So your abilities, your abilities makes you feel confident, the skill sets that you have, right? And that you have tons of opportunities. So opportunities and skill sets would be two things that Sharon believes makes her feel confident, right? Emily. Um, my number one thing is productivity. So I feel really confident when I'm really productive. So when I feel like I have gotten a lot of things done that day, um, that makes me feel really confident. Another thing is teaching. So teaching and training people on social media marketing, that makes me very confident as well. Beautiful. I love it. Now I'm going to ask you to do another emotion. What makes you feel stressed out? What makes you feel anxious, pressured? worried, all those doubt, insecurity, confused. That's a big one right now. I feel there's a lot of people saying, I don't know what to do next. I'm not sure what to do next. I don't know if I'm making the right choice. I don't know if I'm making the best decision. Is this going to be the most valuable for my clients, right? How do I know? Well, these are usually thoughts that lead to pressure and, and overwhelm and doubt so write a couple of things that make you, that you think cause you to feel stressed out in any way, some type of burden, which we kind of did in the thought download. So hopefully you have a couple of those. Okay. If you want to post them in the chat, go ahead and do that. Otherwise, Sharon or Emily, if you want to give us a couple examples, I can tell you some that other people have told me this week, but go ahead. And tell me. Yeah. So, um, so I have one so far. Um, really a lot of times what makes me feel stressed out is I, and this is a problem that I have is I let other people's anxiety, um, kind of affect my anxiety sometimes. Okay. So if other people are stressed out around me, I I'll admit, you know, I let it allow me to feel that emotion mm -hmm. and I need to, I know that's something that I need to fix and work on. Help me, Amy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We got that one. And so other people cause you to feel stressed out. Is that what you're saying? Emily? Yeah, or other people's decisions. If they make a, a decision that I don't agree with or what I believe is a poor decision, it's, it, it allows me, I, it affects me. Yeah. I have to do that. Super normal. Sharon, what's something that makes you feel stressed out? Um, and I say all of this in a good way, right? Yeah. It's okay to, to understand and be aware of what makes us stressed out and anxiety. But I would say like leadership, mm -hmm. especially as an entrepreneur, when you have a team under you, you have to take care of them. You have to take care of yourself. You got to keep them happy. You got to keep you happy. You got to keep them healthy. You got to keep. So that, that is one. Um, and then also just lack of time management. Um, and then I liked what she said in which a lot of people could probably relate the energy of others. Mm -hmm. I allow their energy to stick to mine. And if they're stressed, I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Beautiful. You guys, these are super normal. I love those uh, examples. Cause that's what I heard a lot to the, this week right? I'm in charge of all these people. I can't let them down. I'm the one that's supposed to provide for them. Those kind of things. I got to make sure they're happy. That was one of the ones that you shared. So stress, this is what I want to teach you that we think that the circum circumstances of teams and skill sets and what else do we have opportunities and productivity and time. We think those things cause the feelings. So the F line is your feelings, your emotion, your vibration, your energy. All right. So the next line, I want you to see this. This is huge. This is probably one of the things I coach the most on is we skip the T line. 
The T line is our power. So, and it makes so much sense. You're like, well, I know it's all about my thoughts, but if you literally see this, if you guys have, if you can flip the paper over, I would love for you to write three columns. And this is a tool I use a lot. We're on the left side. I call them sharks. I have a story about that, but we won't do that today. Sharks are on the left side. Situations, circumstances, right on the left side, which is for these guys, they said skill sets. They said opportunities. They said productivity, teaching, leadership, employees, people, people's actions, people's words. Those are all circumstances. What did I say about circumstances, you guys? What do they, they don't touch our feelings. We think if we have three columns, if you want a little activity, you put all of those on the left column. We think that those things, I want the feelings on the right column. We think those things have a direct core, a direct connection to the feelings, but they never can. It's not possible. Base, they can trigger, they can influence, but they can never cause our emotions. Okay. The thing that's in between is that T line. That thought line is your power. What you believe about people speaking to you, what you believe about people making decisions, what you believe about your leadership responsibilities, your skill sets, what you believe is what's going to cause you to feel stressed out and confident. But confidence never comes from anything with your business, any skill set, any time management situation. Confidence and stressed out and pressure that never is because of those. Yeah, Emily. So we have a question from uh, Ellen who is watching us on Facebook right now. So she's asking if you could give, um, maybe draw the columns on your board or just put the put a quick example. Yes. Uh, she, so we can picture it a little bit better. Thank you so much. Yes, let me, can you guys, well, let me get a darker color. We can, we can see your board perfectly. There you go. Okay, so I want you to put your name in the middle. So, and my board likes to move. So let me just, hold on. Tell me if you can't hear me when I turn my face. I don't have my headset on. Okay. Okay, so can you hear me okay? Uh-huh. Okay, so this is me. This is my F line, my F line right here, feelings. This is my C line, situations. My C line goes right here, situations, Okay, so I put people and people's words right here, just as a quick example. And I put, sometimes we think people stress us out. Sometimes we think people make us feel confident. If I were to say, Sharon, Emily, you guys are like my favorite people in the world. You might think that those words make you feel good. It's not true. That's not the way it works. What happens is you have a thought that was so nice of her. Maybe I do, maybe I am kind of cool. Maybe I am something. You have your power. This is, that's your power in that middle. So I say words, it could be in Chinese, it could be in English, it could be negative, it could be positive, but there's no such thing as negative words because that goes in the situation or the circumstance. Circumstances are not positive or negative. Now, here's the cool thing. If I believe, if I believe that the circumstance is negative, how am I gonna feel? Not good at all, yeah. And the truth is there's no positive or negative uh, circumstance. If I believe that the circumstance is positive, I'm gonna feel positive. We know this, this makes sense. We don't know exactly why unless you've studied the science about it, but we understand in general, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. But what I want you to see, this is the magic. Does that make, does that help Ellen? Hopefully that helps you a little bit that you have people, let's give a specific example. Let me just give one that I just wrote down really quick one that Sharon said is, um, I got to keep everybody happy. So we have people, there's her team. This is super pretty writing. Okay. So Sharon said she has a team. That's her, her circumstance. She has a thought, I've got to keep everybody happy. I've got to keep my team happy. I've got to keep my clients happy. You can probably all relate to this right now. That's a really general one that we all have. When you think that thought, Sharon, when you believe that there's all these people relying on you, you got a team, you got clients, and you really believe that you have to 
take on the responsibility of keeping them all happy. How does that feel to you? <laughs> um, oh, just stressful. <laughs> A little bit of stress. Now, who's causing the stress? Myself. Yeah, it's in your power. It's in, it's in this lane, not this lane. People are just people. People yelling at you saying, Sharon, this is the worst. It's not working. We don't like this. Um, I just had that this week with one of my businesses, my gym, my gymnastic facility. They're like, we don't, we can't get on the virtual calls. We don't know what's going on. We, we want our money back. And is anybody listening? Is anybody getting that in their business? I'm sure a lot of you, because I've heard a lot of you talk to me about this. We, uh, we want refunds. This isn't what we thought it was going to be, right? And you're sitting there trying frantically to make everybody happy because you think you can be responsible for everybody's happiness. But the beautiful thing about this model is you can't touch their happiness. You don't have that power. Love that. Yeah. Right? None of us can make anybody else feel anything because that's it's, there's a huge gap, you guys, between circumstance to feeling, huge gap. And the bigger you can get that separation, the more in control you'll feel. Somebody can be happy with you and you can feel terrible. You can be like, no, you're whatever. Like they'll be like, you're amazing. You're like, no, no, I'm not. Somebody can be mad at you and you'll be like, well, that's funny. That's not what I believe about myself. And, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I actually feel like I'm pretty awesome. Right? Yeah, Sharon. So I, I understand that, like, you can't make anyone feel happy. You can't make anyone feel successful. However, you can influence that. You can right? trigger it. You can influence it. You can't cause emotions because emotions, well, I'm not going to spend the time talking about a lot of emotions because that's my favorite, but I can really go off on that one. I'm going to teach this tool so you have a template. But emotions can never come outside of you. And most of you will probably be like, no, I get that. Emotions are always generated within you, always. Your energy, your, if you look on, on the science with energy, energy is just chemical movement inside of you, right? It's just the way things are moving inside of you. It's always created by a release of your neurotransmitters, your hormones, and they're released by your choices, your power. Nobody's taking your power and saying, let's release the serotonin today for you. No, they can't do that. Nobody's injecting dopamine into you. We do that for ourselves. And that's how we create these terrible habits and also create beautiful lives, right? Nobody can do that to you. You're the only one that can release those those chemicals inside your body, that cortisol, that adrenaline. The only one that gets ulcers because you can't, you're not processing those chemicals. And chemicals process inside just like food. So you got to think about them very similar. It's really, really nice when you think about them like that, that you ate the food. Now you just got to let your body process the food. If you thought a thought, then you ate the thought. You got to let your body process that thought. Why did you eat the thought in the first place is my question. But. That is so powerful. Emily and I are just like, yep, yep. Nope, exactly. Hit it on the over the head. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. So let me finish this and then we will start going all the way through the model. Does that sound okay? I know we only have a few more minutes of training, but I really want you guys to understand how to live this in your life. So we have a, situ a, a circumstance like a team. We have a thought. I've got to take care of all of them, make them happy. We have a feeling stressed out. When you're stressed, Sharon, because this was your example, the A line is your action line. Everybody wants action line content. This is what we get. We pay billions of dollars for somebody to tell us, how do we do this? The action line, the A line is what we all want. Well, the action line is within your power, but what do you do, Sharon, when you are stressed out about thinking you have to take care of everybody and their happiness? What's the action? Um, I, I talk about it to someone. So like if, if I am stressed out, I, I'm not worried to be vulnerable with them and just be like, hey, I, I'm stressed out. I know that how I'm feeling is going to affect you. So I, I just I'm open. And just so, yeah, communication is how I deal with the action. Mm -hmm. And then I also will also just kind of what you said, like, think about okay, is this even important? Does this even matter? Are you really stressed? Why? And what could be the worst? Mm -hmm. So, and I learned that from you, which I've already taken action on. I love it. I love it. So before we go over to the next thought, so what we like to do is take one thought. We're going to take one thought for you. My thought is I have to make everybody happy. My feeling for that one thought is just one feeling. When you guys are running these models for yourself, take one thought. You have 50,000. Do you know what overwhelm feels like? Trying to take care of 50,000 thoughts at the same time. Even two, two thoughts is overwhelming. 
If I throw a ball to my dog, he'll catch it with his mouth. If I throw two, he'll sit there and they'll hit him in the head. He won't do anything with it. So just take one thought at a time, see how you feel, one main feeling at a time, stress, and then one, and then in the action line, tons of action. Sharon, when you're stressed, you talk about your stress. You talk to Emily, you talk to your team, you talk about to your own brain. When we're talking a lot and debating maybe and spinning in thoughts, and maybe we, um, uh, whenever we're spending a lot of time focused on one thing because of stress, we're losing energy towards something that we could be doing, right? And it doesn't mean it's not productive because maybe you'll still wanna talk to your team about this topic, but if you're coming from stress, your energy is gonna be depleted instead of lifting. When you talk to Emily about something that you're super excited about, your energy will go up, right? That you're feeling excited, so you're talking to her because you're feeling great. Your energy will go up and your action will be a lot more productive. But when you take action, all of the things that you do, whether it's complain, whether it's gossip, whether it's spin in your head about doubt, whether it's confusion, like, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure if I do this, it's, you know, really debating, that takes a lot of mental energy. So action, the A line, there's three types. You can either act, which is like talking, you can inact, which inaction means that your brain doesn't want you to do anything, which is most of us. It's like, go back to sleep. It's not going to work. Just go take a nap, go get a pizza, go watch Netflix. Inaction is what most of us end up doing when we're confused about what the next best step is. Inaction is gonna give you a result, which is the R line. The and action is, and reaction. Those are the three types of A line. So you're either reacting where you're just in tears and you're yelling and you wanna just punch the wall or you're inacting, inaction where you just don't wanna do anything or you're taking action. And all of those A-line things are going to give you a reward, a result, a life experience. So if you want to know why you're feeling like nothing's going forward, look at what's driving it. The F-line, the feeling, I call it fuel. It's fuel. If you're putting Diet Coke into your car, you're probably not going very far. If you're putting premium gas into your car, which is just the thoughts that we're choosing to focus on, you're probably going to go really far and get a lot done right now while other people are sitting with confusion and indecision and overwhelm. And you're probably going, let me tell you a thought I love. Whenever my brain wants to say, I don't know what to do, which is always a lie. I don't know is always a lie thought, okay? Never true. I don't know what to do. I quickly go, it's possible that I know exactly what to do. Is this decision right or wrong? I don't know, but it's something I can do. And I will jump on the next action just because I'm willing to fail. Do we know that the next step is gonna be the best step? Nobody knows. You just try it and you go forward. But if you sit with, I don't know, you won't get much done. And you're gonna feel doubtful and confused. Does that make sense? Every, the, the R line, I'm gonna give you two more tips and then we'll be done with the teaching part. The, re, the result line, it's always about you and your experience. So for Sharon, if we were to say, hey, you feel stressed and your action is talking a lot about the stress, talking a lot about what do we do with all these situations now, what I, I'm not quite sure, the reward from the thought of I have to take care of everybody's happiness, the re, re, I say reward because that's where my head goes to, the result is always put it back on you. If I feel like I have to take ever, care of everybody else, the truth is when I'm stressed and I'm doing all this stuff, maybe I need to just take care of me. Maybe mm -hmm. I need to start with me and then I can start looking out and helping other people. But if I'm stressed out and I'm using my time doing things that are not productive, then I am not happy. So the reward takes, and I put an arrow from the R to the T, they always connect, but the R line is always about you, nobody else. Definitely not the circumstance because the circumstance that line underneath the C line is a reminder that anything above the C line doesn't have to change. It, I mean, there's physical things like physical abuse. There's situations where you need boundaries. And yes, you can change your situation, but sometimes you, you can't. Like right now, there's a pandemic. We can't just make everything better with that. You do not ever have to change that C line unless there's an abusive situation to change your life experience. Everything below the line is 100% in your control. 100%, just 100%. I love that. I really love that. And do you mind just for the new people jumping on, um, will you fill in what like, yeah, circumstance. So it's C is circumstance, T is thoughts. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. If you could fill that in for those jumping on, that would be great. And then while you're doing that, Amy, um, 
I have a question for you. And by the way, if you are hopping on um, or if you have some questions for Amy, please post them in the chat box on Zoom or in the comments on Facebook. Um, and we will make sure that those get answered. So we're gonna move into that Q&A section in just a second, but I will have a, I have a question for Amy. So can you give some examples for some people who may not feel confident enough to act? So you were talking about how I don't know what to do. That is a lie thought. And you have to be confident or brave enough to just take the next step to move out of that inaction. So can you give some tips on how people can be confident enough to act even if they do fail when they have that I don't know thought? Mm -hmm. how, can, how can people be more confident in that? Yeah, well, you have to understand what confidence is. Confidence is not a pleasant emotion. Confidence is being willing to feel all the emotions knowing that none of them can harm you. They're just movements in your body. That's what an emotion is. Confidence has to, happens to be one type of chemical movement in your body in a certain area, and it's never a problem. Some of us want more confidence. And I say, wait a second, the confidence is you're willing to feel all of it, everything, right? So if you want more confidence, confidence doesn't come after action. Confidence comes before the action. We think if we learn all these new skill sets, we learn how to do Zoom calls, we learn how to do lives, we learn how to do all this virtual stuff, then we can breathe, then we can feel confident. That's not the way it works. Look at this model. If you can come from a, a confident feeling like Emily's saying, how can we generate confidence? Confidence comes from what you're focused on, your power. The power line is 100% on you. And there's 40 to 60,000 options every day for you to focus on to feel confident. So confidence comes from confident thinking. So what are some confident thoughts? Some of my favorites are, it's possible that I'm capable of seeking out somebody who might know how to uh, start a Zoom call. It's possible that I'm capable of figuring out, asking Emily or Sharon, hey, you guys do this online stuff. Maybe you have a suggestion of something that's worked for you. It's possible that I have enough resources because She Sparks is so amazing that they will hook me up with somebody who could help me with the next step in my virtual business. It's possible, I love it's possible thoughts. It's possible that I'm able to figure this out. How does that feel? It's possible that I'm able to create more of a business than I've ever had before because of this opportunity that has um, made it so that I actually, it's figure outable, yes, um, that is giving me an opportunity to learn things I never had to learn before, but now my business is gonna grow bigger and stronger and I'm gonna have more capability sets because I'm willing to fail along the way of learning these sets. Now, failure is just a missing action. We think of failure as a personal problem Failure definition is just a missed expectation or a missing piece of the puzzle. So if you're willing to do 100 failures a day just for that one that might work, then you're going to get closer to something that nobody else has ever created. And we need you. You have something that we all need. So one of my other favorite thoughts that I have is I have a lot to offer. Do I know how to offer it in this way yet? No, but I have plenty of resources of people between YouTube and Google holy cow, we have plenty of resources. These days are so much easier than ever to add value because of something that you have that somebody else doesn't have and they're seeking it. I love that. So yeah, it's figureoutable. I have a lot to offer. Those are confident feeling. They release chemicals that move in a way that motivate you to take action, that give you energy. I love that. That I love that you say that everybody has something to offer and that's a really good mantra or, you know, something that you can tell yourself. Cause I always tell people that the world needs your authenticity, right? Like you need to show up as your true self because people out there, there are people out there who need it. So we do have a couple of questions. Um, this one is from somebody who is watching on Facebook. So his question was, how do you control the words that you tell yourself either positive or negative? And then we have another question in the chat box that I'm sure that you can see as well. Okay, I'm gonna, oh, I actually don't have it open. I just saw one thought. I'll, I'll ask you when you answer yeah. this one. Okay, how do you control your positive and negative thoughts? Okay, I'm gonna kind of just blow you, just for a second, blow your mind a little bit. What if there were no such thing as positive or negative thoughts? They're just connections on your brain, right? So what if you didn't think of them as positive or negative? Now, that's one, that's one le level of thinking what if it's not a negative thought that you just want to stay home all day and do nothing and be in your pajamas? What if that's okay? What if it's okay if you take a break and you put a pause button on your life and your finances go down for a couple months? I, I choose to believe that this isn't going to last forever. Do I need a break? Maybe, but some of us are in a, in a hurry to think that this is all negative. We put a negative in that T line and then our energy drops. 
And then what do you want to do when you have less energy? You can frantically create stuff that you're not proud of, right? That you're just trying to throw out there just to get something going. Or you can just take a break. Or you can do something great and say, I'll do one thing today and learn one, one little piece of this puzzle. And maybe I'll figure out this one piece before I try the next piece, right? You can learn 10 pieces and only have tiny little bits of it and nothing really looks good. So as far as changing your positive and negative, I would say number one, there's, what's that? Oh, I can't keep hear going. We're, okay. we're just yeah, talking about going. our next questions. Everybody's bringing in on us. Okay, so I would just say number one, what if there's no such thing as positive or negative? What if whatever you're thinking and feeling is totally okay? Number two, if you wanna change something, it's just like anything else, you've gotta create a new habit, which is a dopamine, your, your brain likes to do repeat behavior. So you're gonna, it's like driving home from work every day one way. And now you're saying, I wanna, I wanna think differently on this. Well, then you're gonna to have to practice it just like anything else. Your brain wants to go this way and you're saying, I wanna go this way and you're gonna have that cognitive dissonance. So what we have to do is we have to create something like maybe you don't believe that everything's okay right now, but maybe you could think that, think that everything's not okay and that's okay. Maybe you could believe I'm just having a thought that everything's not okay and that's okay. And maybe other people are thinking it's not okay and they're figuring out something and maybe it's possible I can too. Well, that's starting to go down a new, a new road and your brain wants to put you right back at the old road. So just like when you stop exercising, your muscles atrophy, when you stop thinking the thought you wanna think, you go right back. So you've gotta start doing something like put it on your voice memo. Tell, listen to yourself saying, oh yeah, remember how I decided this is going to be the thing I'm practicing today, this new thought that everything's going to be okay, I'm going to figure this out. You have to hear it, you have to see it, you have to live it, you have to visualize it. I love that. So yeah. It the most because feelings create the energy to change. Feelings create the energy to change. That is so powerful. And, and from that, um, this is a quote that I found. I don't remember by who, but if you don't like your reality, change it. If you can't change it, change your perspective or the way you look at it. And I think that ties so well with everything that you're going over. And mm -hmm. um, we are going to move to the next question because we have a couple more coming in. And so we want to make sure we take care of uh, everybody. So this one is um, kind of similar to the one that was just asked. So I'm just going to kind of change it a little bit. So how can people, when they feel like maybe they're um, uh, going into a spiral of maybe not taking action or negative thoughts or whatever, how can people quickly change their mindset? Do you have any tips on how to do something quick? <laughs> mind hack? Oh my goodness, so many, you guys. Mind hack, there you go. Yeah, mind hack. So um, put your hands up like this. When you're feeling terrible, what I like to do is drop my thumb in. This is this represents my, my amygdala because whenever I'm feeling terrible, it's usually because of a lie that I'm believing, right? Something that may or may not be true. So I, I just do this a lot for myself. I drop my thumb and I think about how do I feel? I talk to myself as if I'm on the outside of me. So I'm like, okay, wait, re repeat. So you said, what do, what do you do when you're feeling like you're in a spiral of not taking action? Is that right, Emily? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. So the question was how to go, how do you go from negative thoughts to positive thoughts quickly to change the action or the inaction? Okay. Oh. Not on how to just do it quickly. Cause you just talked about how, what if emotion aren't, what if thoughts aren't positive or negative? So. So first of all, if we change really quickly, it's just like holding a beach ball under the water, whatever we don't like, it's not that it's not still there. So eventually you're going to want to go back and really look at it. What most of us do is we do a mind, a thought swap really quick to feel better, but we still have this underlying anxiety and stress. So that would be number one, switching quickly. If you don't believe that, that you're really okay with the terrible feeling, it's going to pop up and up and up. So you have to really um, be aware of that and okay with that and love that about you, that you have that belief. But this is a little mind hack. I would say, drop your finger, your thumb to remind you of your lower brain and then describe what you're feeling in four ways. So I always check in with where do I feel this, this negative feeling the most? So I just kind of go, anxiety is usually in my throat, stress is usually in my shoulders and they have scientific data that shows that this is typical for most people. Nervousness is usually in my stomach. So I kind of just decide, I close my eyes. You guys, you wanna close your eyes when you're trying to get in touch with your emotions because we have billions of stimuli all the time. And our brain's trying to focus and figure out what stuff is important and what isn't. And it's looking for life-threatening situations all the time. So unless you close your eyes, if you're not used to doing um, emotional management, 
<laughs> right. Thank you, Sharon. It's really difficult because you get distracted easily and then you don't think about your emotions. So I close my eyes I, unless I'm driving, which I do this a lot while I'm driving. So I don't close my eyes. Drop your thumb to remind you, okay, this is probably coming from my lower brain. That's what it reminds me of. And then I describe, where do I feel it most? A lot of times I feel it in my chest and then I go to my, like my, everything's closing up. Then I go to my heart. That's the next thing I check in with. Is my heart open? Is it closed? Is it tense? Is it beating super fast? What's going on in my heart? So I'm just focusing on my body going, huh, like a body scan. And then I try to decide how big is this? How, what other, other things about it? Is it a big emotion? Is it a small emotion? Is it a frantic, fast emotion? So I just start describing the emotion. When I can get to four descriptive ways of describing this, I like to say, we like to say that we talk as if we're talking to an alien who's never felt emotions. You're like, yeah, 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 I feel it right here. This is, I'm feeling less energy. I'm feeling it in my heart. Once you get like this, it looks like a brain. Once you've closed that amygdala, it's like you have this brain. Now, you guys, this is kind of fun because we don't want to think this is a problem. If we think it's a problem, it will become a bigger problem, okay? Our lower brain wants us to believe that there's some problem with us or some problem with something. And if we don't, if we don't acknowledge that, it's going to get bigger. So once I get right here, I make my fist tighter. I lean into the tension. So I make my fist even tighter to show my lower brain, hey, I can handle this amount of tension. In fact, look, I'm going to add to it. Okay. I like to do that brain hack. And then I do a four square breathing. So this is just one of these fun ones where you squeeze, hold on to whatever that painful feeling is, and then breathe in for four. You guys know the four square breathing. And then you hold on to that breath for four. And then you just let go of your hand, release and drop your shoulders and your eyebrows and your jaw for four and hold for four. And then I hold it again, just to kind of show my lower brain, guess what? I'm okay with this. And when you release your hand, that's after the third breath, this is what I do. After the third breath, I always go, why did I feel stressed out? Why did I choose that emotion? It's probably because I was thinking I had to make everybody on my team happy. Oh, well, maybe that's not true. And here's the redirect, okay? This is how I flip it to feel better. This, I'm a flipping awesome coach. So I always say, let's flip the thought. So I always flip it to it's possible first. I always say it's possible that the opposite could be true that releases all that tension. Now, do I believe that? Maybe, maybe not, but it is possible that somebody believes it. So maybe it's possible I could believe it too. Does that help? Yeah, I, I love that. Let me just uh, real quick, just recap for those who are jumping on. So you said um, like how we can stop our negative to positive thoughts really quickly is by doing a, a, just a quick hand gesture. Close your eyes if you're not driving, but you close your thumb like this and you focus on the four things. Mm -hmm. um, what are you feeling the most? Like tune into the feeling. Um, how is your heart feeling? Is it opened or closed to what you're feeling? And how big is that emotion? Is it thinking fast, slow? And then what was that fourth one? Oh, you can do anything. So I will say like, if you thought of a color, what color would this emotion be for you? If you gave it a name, is this like the friend Fred that always comes over and you always feel like this around Fred? So just call it Fred. And I will, once I close it, I'll be like, oh, this is probably anxiety. This is, and I do name my emotions. You guys, it's super fun to do that. So I'm like, oh, Fred, you're here again. Awesome. Now you're usually here when I'm thinking these thoughts, because I'm believing that I have to take care of everybody else's happiness. Like what Sharon was saying earlier. Fred's here when I, and I'm like, you're not the, it's not a problem to have Fred here, but I'm going to try to believe that I like Sally to take charge with me right now. And Sally's the person who always helps me see that there's other possibilities like, Hey, maybe I don't have to take care of their happiness. Maybe I'll let them take care of their happiness and I will take care of my happiness. And maybe there's other people who believe this too, that they are just going to be able to take care of their own happiness. And that makes me feel a little less stressed. I love that. Yeah. So just pretty much mainly tune into it four times. If you can't remember what, what she just said about those four, then try to think about four, like the, again, your heart, your feeling, and just create it into your own. But I do. Yeah. How slow. Yeah. yeah. I love that technique. Um, my next question, next question for you is you were talking about confidence mm -hmm. and you need to have confidence before taking action. Okay. I know one thing for me, some may be able to relate what stops me from my confidence. And I'm a confident person for those who know me, I am is the saying, what if, so yes, have confidence before taking action, but what if can be a huge blocker, especially at this moment of everything going on in life. So what are some techniques to get rid of? We now know how to change negative to positive. That's fantastic. 
Now, how do we fix those what ifs? Mm. So answer them. The best thing I would say is answer your what if questions. What if everything goes bad? Then what? What would you do? Answer your brain. Let your brain know that you are in charge. Your brain wants you to think that there's a problem because it's always trying to protect you. That's its job. So if it thinks, what if this is a problem? You go, yeah, what if? And if it is, this is what I'm going to do. Like earlier, it's figure outable. And if that happens, then this is what I'll do. So just answer your brain. But when you said you're a confident person, I want to say this. We are confident in certain things. We have thoughts like, I can do this. Like, I got this. You have skill sets that you're super confident in. I can stand in front. Sharon can stand in front of a group and make everybody um, trigger thoughts in people. The girl can, right? She believes this girl can. Sharon, the girl can. We have it on our desk to help us with that. I love it. And that's a belief that you believe, which makes you feel confident. Now, if there's something like um, some, some curveball that you didn't expect, that you've never had to create those skill sets, then you may not feel as confident because you have beliefs like, I don't know what to do here. I've never handled this one. And your brain wants you to think that's a big deal. It's not. But your brain wants you to believe it. So you think, hey, what if I can't figure this one out? What if we lose all these things? What if we lose all this? You just answer your brain. Then you say, okay, what if that does happen? What would I want to believe? And that is immediately, do both sides though. Go to that, yeah, what if everything went down? That's okay. I can figure it out. And what if everything went great? That's okay. Do you know what people are more afraid of, you guys? When things are like thrust upon you, like this pandemic, then you have to change. We don't like changing, but we have to change. What's even scarier is when you choose to change without anything being thrown at you. When you're like, now it's time to level up. And then you get really, really successful and you self-sabotage because you're afraid of that success. You don't know what to do at these levels. So having it thrust upon you is one level of change that we're like, well, we got to do it or we could just quit. That's one result. If we want to stay in the game, we've got to do something. That's, that's okay. But what's even more empowering is when you choose to change, that's when it really gets scary. But you guys, you can choose to change right now with these things happening and you can feel empowered the whole way because answer your brain, just like Sharon said, every time your brain's like, but what if it doesn't work? You answer it. Answer on both sides though. Give it just as much attention on both sides. Maybe your, your right brain, maybe your lower brain's like, yeah, it's going to fail. And you're like, yeah, probably. But maybe it's possible that I actually figure out how to do a live Zoom. Maybe it's possible I figure out how to do a YouTube channel. Maybe it's possible that I actually get more clients because I can reach more of an audience than ever before. Yeah. Maybe that's, so give it just as much energy on both sides of the what if. I love that. And I know one thing that you shared to our members yesterday was when you do answer those questions, both sides, good and bad, um, you know, the what ifs answer them, but if it's a bad answer, so what? So what? So, so, okay. Think it, you're going to ruin, you're only going to ruin yourself if you keep, you know, just degrading your thoughts. And, and so I love that you were talking about the, so what method when we do answer those questions. So, and we're going to move That's on awesome. to the next one. What if yeah. there's no degrading yourself, Sharon? What if there's no, whatever somebody's situation is, what if it's perfect in any situation you choose sometimes we don't always want to be happy. We think we do, but sometimes we want to be feeling terrible and that's okay. What if some people are degrading themselves and that's okay. They just need some time to feel terrible and that's okay. Love it. Okay. Sounds good. So um, I have a question. So about kind of, these are awesome problem solving strategies. So mm -hmm. can you give some tips for people on how to uh, apply this to their businesses? Mm -hmm. how, how does this apply to business? Does anybody have a specific question with their business? Because I can tell you, let's work it backwards. What do you want in your business right now? Put that in the result line. Go ahead, everybody, let's do it. In your business right now, what do you want to see happen? I love that I just saw my logo on your paper, Emily. <laughs> also like, there's flipping awesome. There you go. <laughs> I want to create an online course. I love that. I just saw that in it pop up. I want to create an online course. I'm just going to go with that one. Okay, we'll just do this. So we're going to go backwards. I want to create an online course, um, which is probably a lot of you right now, an online something, right? Hopefully. Then we go backwards. What would you have to do? You guys, this is the meat of the model. Put in everything you can possibly think of that you have to do to create an online course. What do you have to learn? What do you have to believe? What are some new skill sets that you don't have? Who do you have to talk to? So maybe it's knowledge, maybe it's skills, maybe it's beliefs. Put it all on the A line. That action line, beef it up. Make it huge. Put a hundred things in there. How many times are you willing to fail 
is the question in order to get that result. So if you have a result, put anything. That, that R line is your future property. Nobody can tell you what you can and can't put in that R line. It's yours. And if nobody can tell you, hey, that's ridiculous, they can't. The only thing is you have to decide if you're willing to take a thousand action steps to get that result. So there's the action, put it all in. That's what I would say, Emily, is write it all down. Make sure it's out of your brain. Your brain's gonna just keep it whirling around and you're not gonna get any traction. Get it down on paper. Do a brain dump for everything you can possibly think of that you would have to do to get that online course. How, what's the next step? And then you just go one at a time. If you wanna be overwhelmed, pick two actions at a time. Pick one at a time. And then you go up to the next, the next level, uh, line, which is feelings, right? What emotion is going to continue to drive you when you don't feel like it? You're going to have to create that fuel in order to. All that we're talking about is confidence. I would say one of them that I like is focus. I like to create focus. That's a feeling that helps me a lot when I'm trying to write my books. And when I'm trying to create some content, I want to feel focused. I don't want my phone near me. I know one of the actions I have to take is my phone has to be way far away from me. My brain likes to be distracted. It's going to be waiting for somebody to tell me that something's more important than my online course. Okay. So get rid of your distractions is one of my A-line things. Okay. And I have to literally tell my kids, hey guys, let's go do something in two hours. But for the next two hours, I'm going to be focused, door shut, everything's done. Then you have to go up. What's the next thing? Well, in order to feel focused, I have to know what I have to believe that I am willing to do. One of my big things, this is where I put affirmations too. But um, one of my things is I have a very specific step to do the A-line step, but right now you guys just fill it in. The feeling, it isn't a good feeling. We want to feel good. No, not when we're creating an online course. You're not looking to feel good. This is not the time to create good feelings. That's not what we're looking for. Are you willing to feel motivated? That's not a good feeling. Are you willing to feel determined? Are you willing to feel um, feel loss? Because you're going to be you're going to fail a lot. Are you willing to feel that? Are you willing to feel uh, deflated? Are you willing to feel rejected? Somebody that you call to get on your podcast and be like, no way, I don't have time for you. Are you willing to feel disappointed? That's how you're going to get that result. You have to be okay with all of it. And then you go up a step and it's the thought line. What do you believe about you that's going to create that focus? For me, it's always my go-to thought for my focus thought because I already have my confidence journal done in many ways. But one of them is if I want focus, I know one of the ones that bring those chemicals into me to get that feeling for me is the thought that I always know exactly what to do. Do I believe that? 100%, yes. Is that thing gonna work? 100%, probably not, but I'm okay with that. I'm just willing to do the next thing. And I always know what the next step is because I've already filled out my A-line. Mm -hmm. I know what, I have a hundred things and my feeling is I wanna feel focused. Well, I'm gonna believe that I know what to do. What I know what to do it, when I believe I know what to do, I feel focused and I pick the next thing on the A-line and I do it. The reward is getting me closer to my goal. Okay. That sounds awesome. So I have, um, we have another question. So um, this person lives in an apartment full of distraction, AKA their family. Uh, how can she utilize these tools to communicate to her family um, that she needs to focus and get things done? Okay, my question is, back to you is number one, why don't you create a space for your own time? Is there something that, look at your schedule. Is there something in your schedule that you can, I'll, I'll give you, I don't like, I don't like coaching on the A-line, but I'll give you a few A-line things. When you say that my life is full of, of distractions, think about how that feels. What would you guys feel like if you believed, so you have this, this put in the circumstance. Um, I have a business. And then the result that you want is I want to create a business that's thriving, getting a hundred thousand a year. And your thought is I can't, I can't do anything about all these distractions. My life is full of distractions. How is that? Remember how the arrow is always, your thought is always going to prove your result. So if your thought is I have too many distractions, I can't do anything about it. My, my space is full of distractions. I might feel distracted. I might feel overwhelmed. I might feel, um, uncertain. I might feel guilty if I get rid of some distractions, right? So you just got to see if that was my belief, what action do you think you're taking from that belief? Probably not a lot. Is it true? Is that is the other question? Is it possible that there's a way to either wake up earlier when everybody's asleep and the house is quiet? Is it possible for you to find 
uh, if you're in Southern Utah, they just put out in the newspaper all these like hiking and all these spaces that are all over the place around here that you can go. And I don't know about you, but I have a hotspot on my phone that if I wanna work on my laptop away from all my distractions, I can literally go in my car. I can go out to um, the Red Mountains. I can have a space that's like my sacred space that nobody can touch because it's just me. Right, go ahead, Sharon. Yeah, that is awesome. So this person in particular is, I know that she is not able to go do those things right now because she is not, she's not living here locally, right? So she's somewhere where they are really locked down. Like they're, they're it's it's only essential. Um, but I, I do have a something to add on to that is something that I've had to do several times when it comes to family. It's so personal, right? You live with these people is set non-negotiable boundaries. So these are things that is, you have to just set these boundaries of like, this is a non-negotiable for me. This is something that I have to do. I have to have the door closed in the bedroom from one to 2.30 because I have to get X, Y, and Z done. And that is non-negotiable. So you have to be with the children right now or however, however you can manage that in your home. But these are non-negotiable boundaries that you have to communicate with these people that you're living with, with these monsters that you're living with. Yeah. And, and for those who are like single moms and they're at home with their kids alone, um, you can still set those boundaries. Maybe it's time for your kids to start taking 30 minute naps, hour naps during the day. Um, maybe it's, it's, it's time where you can have them build, you know, do something to keep them busy. Even if it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes of your own time. I want to give you one more thought is when you ask a question of how the A-line step, I promise you, you already know how. If you were to close your eyes and really take a few minutes, there's something in your brain that's going to say, if I did know what to do, I wonder what it would be. If I did know how to clear a space on my schedule and commit to it, I want, but I promise distractions are just because you don't really want to do it. If you don't do it, it's because you don't really want to. That's it. I, I love that. That is so awesome. And I'm sure that's kind of a punch in the throat to some of us where it's like, yeah, we do know the answer, but you know, we, we maybe just don't want to do it or we, you know, I love that. That is so applicable right now. Well, Amy, our time is up. However, I would like for you to do two things if you don't mind for our listeners. One, give us one more additional tip or strategy that we can utilize that can apply to our, our professional world. And two, let us know if they want to learn more about Flippin' Awesome Coaching, what it is, where can they go to learn more about you? Okay, well, let me do the first, the second one first. So if you want to go to flippinawesomecoaching.com, um, it's a site that primarily looks like it's for athletes. I have a lot of clients with anything. I'm working with a lot of entrepreneurs right now, but I do, my foundation is sports. So that's what I've done forever. High performing people. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. That's kind of got you. Okay. Number two, I'm going to give you something about pressure. This is one of my truths. I always hold on to one truth at a time for me to help me get rid of some of the things that I feel myself getting tense. Whenever you feel your neck getting tight, whenever your shoulders, everything's closing up, it's usually because of some thought of I should or I have to. If you believe you have to do anything, then you're believing a lie. If you believe you should do something, then you probably really don't need to do it. If you think you have to make breakfast for your kids, they can eat cereal. If you believe you have to make dinner for your kids, they can eat cereal. We eat cereal a lot, right? So I want you to think the quick thing is for pressure. One of my favorite things for any type of pressure is I don't have to. It's just like your toddler who says, I don't have to. They're right. <laughs> and neither do you. <laughs> but you may want to. And maybe if you don't want to, you're willing to so that you have a long-term better business. I love that powerful amy holy moly we don't have to we don't have to <laughs> we don't i just want to say we're gonna we're gonna end in just a probably just about a minute so if you're just tuning in um, make sure that you watch the replay on facebook this will also be available on our youtube channel it's just really easy to find she sparks business so it'll be available there and then of course you can watch the replay on facebook too if you have any additional questions for amy um amy just barely talked about her website amy can you say what your website is one more time so flippin f-l-i-p-p-i-n awesome coaching Dot com, or you can go to flippinawesomecoaching at gmail.com and email me.
Awesome. Wonderful. And we're going to put that in the Zoom chat box right now. And we're going to put that in our Facebook chat box. If you got some value out of this training, let's help so many other people, even outside of Southern Utah, jump onto our Facebook page, share it if you liked it, tag those who need to hear this message. But most importantly, stay tuned. We're doing a lot of these trainings similar to this and even more professional trainings. Amy, thank, thank you, you for being amazing. Thank, thank you. you for the support. We're really excited to move further with your trainings. And if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Do you have any last words you would like to say? No, everybody is doing it right. You guys are good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Bye, everybody. See you later, everyone. Thank you for hopping on. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.